Before we jump into today's show, I just wanted to let you know that I have got a brand new three-part audio series available to download right now. If you head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio, that's all one word, no spaces, you can download your How to Build Your Authority with Podcasting audio series. This is going to address guesting and hosting, so if you're interested in either of those and you want to know how to build your authority, head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio. The link will be in the show notes. You're listening to The Wedding Procast UK, the place to be if you are a UK wedding professional looking to grow and streamline your business. I'm your host, Donna Eid, 10-year wedding photography veteran and CEO at the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors. If you want to grow and streamline your business, this is the podcast for you. Make sure you hit subscribe where you listen or join our email list at www.spw v.co.uk. You'll find the sign up form at the bottom of every episode and by doing so you won't miss a thing. So let's jump into today's show. back to the podcast, everyone. Oh, I tell you something, it's getting a little bit dark here in my recording studio, aka my office, and my light is on the diagonal. And it's a little bit dark over this side, but it's fine. Oh, look, if I hold my hand there, it acts as a reflector. Sorry, photographer in me. YouTube, you get it. <laughs> okay, so today we are going to be talking about how some small changes can t- make big results. So, Some say it takes 21 days to form a habit. Others say it's 66. Others say other things entirely. But either way, it is commonly known that around day 17 is when people generally fall off the New Year resolution bandwagon. So if you have already given up your New Year's resolutions, you are not alone. But I did want to look at this in a little bit more detail and see if we might save ourselves and stop us leaving it until next year just to make the same resolutions all over again. So this works with your personal and your business resolutions. So goals, whatever you want to call them, perhaps you promised yourself you would start work at a certain time every day without fail. Perhaps you set up a new morning routine to ensure you had the best start to your day. Perhaps you decided you were going to eat healthy. Our brains are literally hardwired to do things the way that we've always done them. So if you're trying to change that on willpower alone, it just won't happen because willpower dwindles. Willing something to be so is tiring and eventually you give up. We need something different. Other things we need to be aware of is not trying to change everything all at once. Perhaps you are like the millions of people out there who made the New Year's resolution to lose weight and improve your health. So January the 1st came around and you emptied the house of all of the bad foods, filled the fridge with lettuce leaves, filtered bottled water and decided to go vegan. I get it. I do. (laughs) I am a kind of an all or nothing kind of girl as well. So when I decide to do something, I'm all in. But something I have learned is that the all or nothing attitude when it comes to changing hardwiring can really lead to bitter disappointment. 
So if we can't rely on willpower, how can we get back on track and more easily guarantee our success? Well, I'm going to talk about that after this quick break. Today's episode of the Wedding Procast UK is brought to you by the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors, an organisation set up for UK-based wedding suppliers to help increase their credibility through a code of conduct and streamline their business processes so they can get back to the creative stuff they love. To find out more and join us in the membership, head over to www.spwv.co.uk. We can't wait to welcome you inside. So firstly, I wanted to talk about taking small changes to make big results. If you have, for example, overhauled your calendar, I did a calendar blocking episode not long ago. You know, I'm a big fan of calendar blocking and you changed your calendar to start the new year in a clear and organized way. Firstly, well done for wanting to make that change and work more effectively. You saw an issue and you're trying to fix it. However, are you sticking to that calendar? If the answer is no, it might be because it was an all-in issue and our brain just can't handle a total rewire like that. So rather than implementing the whole thing, start off with one change. For example, I have a CEO date on my calendar. So if you wanted to have a date with yourself every week where you go over all your business stuff and you look at what's working and what's not, what you need to be changing. And if you're reaching your goals, that's that's what a CEO date is to me. If you want that, then book it in your calendar as a non-negotiable. Don't change anything else. You know, you can have your calendar blocking sat there, what you want your calendar to look like sat there on the sidelines, but just implement that CEO date. And then next week, make another change. So perhaps you want to start batching your content. You know, I'm big on batching. Then book time in your calendar to do two of whatever it is. So we're going to use blogs, for example, here because it's nice and easy. So you're used to doing one blog a week, but it's frustrating because you feel like you're always on that hamster wheel. So next week, book in enough time to do two blog posts. Then the following week, book in enough time to do three podcasts. blog posts. And then the next week, four. Then you can book in one or two days, however long you need, four weeks later to do a batch of six because you've already done four and you've got them lined up. You can now utilize that time you would usually use for writing to do other things and get ahead so that when it comes to that four-week mark and you've got those two days off, you haven't got that backlog of work. Like if you just tried to take two days out of your calendar now, you probably couldn't do it because you've got um, new year networking events, you've got appointments, you're catching up with people, you've got a billion emails in at your inbox from over Christmas that you're trying to sort out and you would never be able to batch six of anything in any time in the next couple of weeks. But just slowly increasing the number that you're doing and then putting a date further ahead in your calendar to start doing that proper batching is going to make it easier. And it's not going to sound so alien to your brain because you've been doing that kind of thing. Maybe you want to bring all your external appointments into, you know, certain days of the week, then start slowly bringing everybody to those days in the week. Don't just sort of cancel everything in your calendar and try and rearrange everybody for those two days. Just do it over time and your brain will get used to this new way of doing things. 
gradually your calendar is going to start to look more like what you want it to look like. And I feel like you're likely to find it easier to adjust and stick to it. Might not work for everybody, but this is my theory. And now the cure for willpower. What is the cure for willpower? I hear you say, well, you know, everybody seems to think they need willpower to get them through something. And willpower is a great igniter. It is a great thing to start you on a journey. But the thing with willpower is a bit like the butterflies in a relationship. You know, when you first start to have this idea that you like somebody, you get these butterflies inside and, you know, there's glances and and you're blushing and all of this is happening. And then over time, that kind of fades away. You become comfortable with that person. You know, you love them, but you're not getting the pitter patter. Your heart doesn't start racing every time they walk in a room because my goodness, (laughs) it wouldn't be good for your body if it did that every single time they walked in a room forever. So you need to have something else in place that is going to take over from that initial burst that the willpower gives you. So I learned this from the fabulous Corinne Crabtree. She is a weight loss coach for women and she talks about weight loss not being possible with willpower. And so I am going to take what she taught me and give that to you. You can find out more about her in the show notes. Please do head over. If you are a woman with, you know, a goal to lose weight this year, she is a great woman to listen to. She has a podcast called, um, losing 100 pounds with Corinne Crabtree. Um, definitely worth a listen. She is definitely a no BS kind of lady. She's from Texas and I just love her accent. So love to listen to her. So willpower will get you started, but it's your reasons why that are going to keep you going. And Corinne talks about the reasons she wanted to lose weight. So she lost a hundred pounds. She's kept it off for 15 years now, maybe 16. Um, and two two points of view she gave you here, two whys that she gave you for why she wanted to lose weight. So one was for her son, Logan. He is a wonderful, wonderful child. And he is now working with his mom. I think he's 19, 17, 18. He's between 17 and 19 now. And, you know, this was 14, 15 years ago. So she wanted to be able to get up and run around with him and play with him and not sit on the sofa feeling rubbish pointing him at the TV and like, you know, not being able to do what she wanted with him. So that was one of her whys. Another one of her whys is because she wanted to feel sexy for her husband. Now, she also kind of wanted to feel sexy for herself, but, you know, her husband was there and and that was who she wanted to feel like she was attracted to. Not that he didn't find her attractive, but she wanted to feel like she was in a position where he found, you know, she could see herself the reason why he was attracted to her. So it's like she wanted to feel sexy. So when she talks about, she talked about when Logan would go to bed, you know, he's out of sight, he's out of mind. The reason for losing weight so that she could run around with him just didn't, didn't hold water for her. You know, when she had had an exhausting day, when he'd been playing her up, And she just wanted to sit down and eat a gallon tub of ice cream. Thinking about wanting to run around and play with her son was not going to stop her eating that ice cream. But thinking about her husband, who was sat in the same room, thinking about how she wanted to be sexy, that was enough to make her change from a big gallon tub 
to a bowl of ice cream. And when I say a gallon tub, guys, I know we're in the UK, but if you remember way back in my childhood, at least, we used to have these four litre tubs of ice cream, family tubs of ice cream. It was just like vanilla or maybe it came in strawberry and chocolate. I know we always used to have the vanilla four litre tub and it was, you know, it'd stay in the freezer for months and we'd have a couple of scoops at whenever mum let us. Well, she's talking about eating one of these in one sitting. So it was a big ice cream problem for her. And she worked on it slowly. So like I said about the making small changes, she went from eating a gallon tub to eating a salad bowl, to eating a soup bowl, to stopping eating it every single night. She didn't try and do it all at once. And she also didn't try and rely on her willpower. She had to have powerful reasons why she wanted to lose weight and they had to be multiple. So if you want to start work earlier, because it means that you can finish earlier, then being able to finish earlier is not going to get you out of bed in the morning. Trust me. (laughs) That one for me is like so, so true. I really struggle to get out of bed in the morning, but I want to get up earlier but finishing early isn't necessarily going to get me there. Like that's not going to make me want to jump out of bed in the morning. But if for you, it's so that you can, you know, pick the kids up from school, finish your work day and pick the kids up from school and take them to the cinema, or you want to get up early so you can take a long lunch and go for a lunch with a friend, or you want to have a self-care afternoon where you can jump in the bath while no one else is at home. You know, having multiple reasons for wanting to change will help you stick to your resolution, whether you made it on the 1st of January or any other day of the year. So today we looked at resolutions or changes that you want to make and why willpower and changing everything all at once will likely end in failure and what might work better for you. Gradual changes implemented over time to get you to the ultimate destination. This is a tortoise race, not a hare. Having multiple reasons why you want to make those changes so that when one fails you, another will pick you up. You may think about it and actually decide that your reasons why just don't cut it and what you're doing now actually works. But until you look at it, you're not going to know. So let me know, did you make resolutions? Have you stuck to them so far? Are you going to get back to the ones that you failed and implement these tips and see if you can get back on track? I would love for you to share the answer with me in our Facebook group. So if you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, if you go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WPC UK, you can join us there and we will have a discussion about this topic. I would love to see you there. If you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, then please do hit subscribe where you listen so that you don't miss any more episodes. We have got some great interviews coming up. I'm really excited to share them with you Um, and I will see you on the next one. Bye for now. Don't forget to hit those stars and leave a review of the podcast where you listen if you found value in what you heard today. It's a free way you can help the podcast reach more people just like you.